Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who is a parchment renaissance painting of uh, Frank. It's Frank. How are you today? I am your nemesis. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, I actually don't have a nemesis. I've been in the market for one. Uh, <laughs> so look just, no further. Well, okay, yeah. Then I will no look no further than. No, I can't do that. It's it's weird doing a staring contest on uh on a Zoom call. <laughs> like it's just like, are you frozen or is this oh. or is the is the audio still going? What's happening? Um. Anyway, Frank, we are here to talk Spider Man into the Spider Verse, the sequel to Across, Across the Spider Verse, where the sequel to Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes. Um. It's gonna be the like homecoming, no way home, home far away, home yes, away home. Yes. Yes. Like I just they're, they're, yeah. they're too close together. I need differentiation. Or just Spider Man Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just numbers. Miles Morales, Spider Man, number one, number two, number three. There you go. That yeah. would have been helpful. But anyway, um, we are here to talk across the Spider Verse, uh, which came out several weeks ago. Frank and I are finally getting around to talking about it because we're dads. Um, but also because we're uh, doing a show called Beer with Geeks, we have a beer with us today. So, what are you drinking, my friend Frank? Well, you know, this movie, getting to. to get back reacquainted with these characters and everything was like an old, you know, it's like seeing an old favorite, you know, an old, old friends, old favorite. And, uh, I, I it was, cl- you know, a classic. And, uh, so I'm actually not drinking beer today, but it is a classic. Um, it is oh. Jack and Coke in a can, Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola teamed up. I and they saw now make... this the other day at the zoo, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, Funny. Yep. And, and uh, that's and, wild. Uh, is it good? Yeah, it's the best Jack and Coke. It's the perfect ratio, like the perfect blend. Um, Fascinating. So yeah, it's fantastic. I'm Picked interested about the carbonation of Jack. Like over time, being in the can, it doesn't matter. No, no. Wow. I mean, it's yeah, it's as carbonated as uh, as you would expect it to be. This one happens to be the the Coke Zero Sugar version, but they make the regular Coke version as well. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it's exactly. I mean, it tastes like a Jack and Coke you get at a, at a bar or something. Like it tastes like a, a legit Jack and Coke. Um, and they have obviously the the formula tuned in perfectly, dialed in perfectly, and it's it's great. It's the perfect ratio of uh, Jack Daniels to Coke, and it's it's it, it goes down a little too easy. Um, mm. but it's it's fantastic. Seven percent alcohol. Um, 
and uh, it is a uh, it's a delight if you like a Jack and Coke. So I, I recommend it if you can. If you, I I doubt that I I feel like this will probably be a limited edition thing. Uh, so I would if you see it and and you like you like Jack and Coke, grab one. I used to work with a guy that was uh, um, his go to drink whenever he went out was Diet and Coke, and I uh-huh. mean not Diet and Jack and Jack and Diet, and everybody knew it. Everybody uh-huh. like kids knew it, alumni knew it, teachers knew it, <laughs> and it, like it was like his signature drink. Every even if you had never gone drinking with him, you knew that was yeah. his drink. Yeah, what a guy! I loved him. If I had to guess, the next thing they'll do is like Jack and Ginger. Um, sure. I guess. I guess Jim Beam already does that. Does uh, whiskey ginger in a can? That's you know Jim Beam, obviously. Hmm. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if if Coke uh, followed suit. Followed suit. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. What a, what I would have been in on those meetings? Like, I know, right? Like because like like who manufactures and the so like and then who gets share of the profits at different points and like all True, that yeah. stuff right you know like cuz they're two different companies selling one product right right so yeah. yes fascinating that's true yeah i wonder what the business arrangements are yeah. that's interesting um my beer uh my drink is a beer and it is much less complicated than yours it is a <laughs> samuel adams take a day ipa um it's refreshing it's juicy it's about to be clicked open um yeah and it's good uh love it it's a good summer ipa it's not too dry um nice orange peel in there um yeah it's good actually it's really not dry at all like it's pretty fascinating like Hmm. as far as ipas go like you know sometimes i like you have an ipa and you're like well now i need seven glasses of water because i just drank a pine cone or something yes um yeah, but I do not find that with Take a Day. It's actually kind of like it kind of quenches your thirst. It's pretty refreshing as far as IPAs go, and I don't find that most IPAs refresh my or quench my thirst in any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. Frank, do you know what quenches my thirst for quality superhero content though? Is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? How's that for a segue? Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to now that this movie is out I'm going to go on record and say something that is pretty hot. Ooh, okay. I'm I ready. Think, I think Into the Spider-Verse is overhyped. It, into the Spider-Verse is overhyped. Into the, into the Spider-Verse is overhyped. Okay. It's good. It's overhyped. I loved Across the Spider-Verse. I, I, I loved Across the Spider-Verse. I yes. loved it. From beginning to end, not a second went by where I thought, Oh no, this isn't working for me at any stage. It, it only ramped until I say spoiler free. The end. I wasn't expecting um, in so much in that like I didn't know that it was. I guess this isn't really a spoiler because the third one's already been announced. That it's like it, they did. They Empire Strike Back. They, they Empire Strikes Back's it or they um, yeah yeah Dead Man's Chest it. You know like whatever. It, it ends on a cliffhanger. And I just wasn't Empire's Empire's chest. Yeah, Empire's chest, right. And they Dead Man's Dead, Strikes Back. Dead Man Strikes Back. That's it's not terrible. Uh yeah. I think it's just I think that's just what you I know what you did last summer, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Dead Man Strikes Back. Um but uh, um or any of those movies really. Any sure. of those. Um 
But those are just all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Dead Man Strikes <laughs> True. Back. Um, or any zombie movie. Right. Dead Man Strikes Back. Um, so uh, I, I just wasn't – I was like thinking like, how are they going to wrap this? I'm like, what can I watch? And I'm like, this is a Same. long movie. Same. Like, I was like, we're ge- I got to think we're getting to the end here. And it feels like we're reaching a climax. But I can't see how we're going to wrap it up in 10 minutes. Yep. And it just doesn't. And I just right. thought that was pretty uh, – not knowing that at the end i was like i was getting annoyed that it wasn't wrapping because it was getting so close to the end and then that happened i was like i'm an idiot i should have known that (laughs) like like so that um, makes much more sense (laughs) yes it does um so yeah i i i liked the first one i liked the first one when it it came out but i think i think as a fan like a I don't want to say like a real comic fan, but I'm a real comic fan. Like you I are. still read weekly, you know, like yeah. 15 years of, of reading books on a weekly basis. Like, so like when, when movies come out that are like, it's multiple versions of Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you know, I, like I, I'm familiar with the concept. Thank I, you. Yeah. Like, and so like even seeing it in a movie or a TV show, or whatever, it doesn't really feel fresh to me. Because I'm very used to the concept, especially when it's presented like, you've never seen anything like this before. Sure, like, sure. I assure you, I have. Like, <laughs> you know, and so I, um, that just kind of annoys me. And so the, this movie didn't really wear itself like that. It was like, you're already familiar with the concept of the multiverse. So now we can just have fun with it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think I was my big takeaway from this movie. Like, it's just okay. like, just like, as like in the comic genre subgenre you know like yes. that's that's that was my takeaway um that yeah. makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense into the spider verse had you know I'm so used to just referring to the movie as spider verse over the last 5 years that now you have to call it into the spider verse mm-hmm. uh specifically but into the spider verse you right, ha- had to do a lot of laying the groundwork and setting it up and and for for people who are already familiar with those concepts it's like yeah i get okay yes i understand that there's multiple uh, uh spiders man um thank right you. yeah and, it, and um, it, that really was not a takeaway on like how quality the animation was or the voice sure. acting or the miles arc or or peter's arc or whatever like all good it just the concept was not mind-blowing to me right and right. so and and so i mean i thought look i loved that movie i i i loved that movie and i thought it would it was going to be hard to live up to it let alone top it and I think this movie tops it, I mean, but but it's it's close, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it doesn't blow it out of the water because like you're 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 to me because you're dealing with something that was so good already. It's hard to blow it out of the water. To go back, it's it's New Hope to Empire. Like, yeah, it's like it, it Empire does not blow New Hope out of the water. New Hope is still amazing Correct. in its own way. It's just doing a different thing yeah and but that thing is still really good really good and it like edges it out right Mm -hmm. it's like it's like a a, you know a race to the finish and and one wins by a nose it's not like a far and away but across the spider-verse i thought was fantastic i think what really struck me in this movie similar to into the spider-verse but what really struck me this time was the way they made use of different animation styles yes 100 and it 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 goes hard on that early, right? Because yes. the movie starts with Gwen, um, and she is you know she battles a Renaissance vulture, um, mm-hmm. and I just loved it. like it's you know like you watch a movie, and like 
couple minutes in, you're like, I love this. Yes. Yeah. And like, and then so like the movie just has you from that moment. And you just really hope that like it doesn't dip from there, right? It right. only it at least stays the same. And that's how I, I I don't get that a lot. Um, but I felt that with Renaissance Vulture. I was like, I love this. Yeah. This is so fun. Even though we were seeing something new, it felt comfortable and and that's kind of what I was when I was kidding around about the the Jack mm-hmm. and Coke. Like it is something familiar and comfortable and in the best way. Like where it's something that I know I already love, and I'm getting to experience more new content in this world that I already love. Mm-hmm. It you know it it there are are few movies that that really do that really give me that feeling, and this was one of them. Yep, I agree. Um, let's just say we're going to talk spoilers from here on out, just sure. just for the sake just for the sake of it. Um, I was a big fan about the, how this movie is about parenting. Big fan. Yeah, this movie's hardcore about parenting, and like I know that doesn't necessarily reach all of our audience, or or even all of this movie's audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that registered really hard, like for me, like because it's not just. Oh, his parents happen to be there as characters. Like it's also about the son that they're raising and how they're raising him. And like you can understand, like it, it allows time. It's not like the parents' perspective is wrong, and Miles is obviously correct. Yeah, that is not the way that this movie treats its parents. Not Miles's parents. Not Gwen's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's not not Peter. Not Peter. Right? Because you get yeah. like different parenting styles. In here, you know, because Peter has May Day now, which I loved, which was great. Loved. Um, you know, like, in retrospect, I should not have made it to the web shooters or whatever. It is, you know, like, <laughs> yes. you know, like, I just love, like, I just kind of, I just, um, yeah, I love that, like, B characters or, or, you know, minor characters have a soul or have, like, a life in here. That the movie, even though it's really meant for kids takes its time like it mm. really takes its time this is over two hours it's a kid's movie it's yeah imp- impressive almost yes yeah yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i really lo- i really loved the stuff with miles's mom mm-hmm. like that those conversations were really really because yeah you and i are both in the same phase of life where we're we're still new parents, relatively new parents. And, and so it's still, that was very poignant. Mm -hmm. That was very poignant to see her as the mother of a teenager and all of the concerns that she expressed and all of the, the way that she talked to him, not at him. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it it was a really, it's like, I, that's the kind of parent that I want to be. Well, even just like kind of they, they're like slightly older school values where like their like thing is like, oh, you're using our first names. Like, you know, like and they're like, you know, never take anybody home that like calls us by our first names. And yes, here's Gwen. Oh, yeah. And I love that because I think about even like when I introduce my daughter to people like I do call people by their first names. I say, sure. like, like if you're not Uncle Frank or, you know, whatever, I think like, oh, this is I don't know, you know. Bruce or Christy sure. or, you know, like whatever. Um, and I like, but like, when should I start introducing somebody as Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so? Yeah. Right. Because like the world is shifting away right. from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, 
not everybody has shifted. So it actually even like raised questions like that. Like the world shifts away from particular things and not particular things. And when is that okay? And when is that, that not okay? And mm-hmm. yeah, I just re- like, but it all did it with, with Spider-Man fighting the spot. Like, and yeah. which, so just, just so we're clear, I loved the spot in uh-huh. this movie, but I was a f- spot stan when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Spot is one of like my top five favorite Spider-Man villains. Interesting. Yeah. So I like I there was a spot episode two, uh, one or two episodes of the spot in the nineties on the Fox TV show, and like same thing, portals, you know, the whole nine yards, you know, side experiment got rock. And I was just fascinated by that character by the teleportation by it being in his body by like throwing a punch and you end up punching yourself and (laughs) all that spot action figure like the whole nine yards and i so like for the spot to be the villain here and for him to be like i'm not a joke please god take me seriously Mm -hmm. as his character arc i plus jason schwartzman i'm like yes I was so on board all like the entire time and because I just like like not that I like need people to take the spot seriously, but like I always found him to like the the name is dumb, but I don't care. All their names are dumb. Superman sure. is not a good name. Like <laughs> right. like come on. Yeah. It's like what what did it say? Was it Oh yeah, in the Flash, right? Where he's like like Superman's like a little on the nose, like yeah, call yourself yes. Batman. <laughs> I don't call myself super Batman. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, so like, it's, <laughs> it's like you're there. All their names are dumb. Like whatever our favorite yeah. hero's name is green lantern. Come on lantern. Like you just roll with it. It's all good. So, um, I just, I just, I was a big, big fan of mm. how the spot was done. His characters is motivation, animation, the whole, whole thing. Yeah. What about you? You say words. Yeah. I, um, uh, so yeah, so, so let's talk about the animation. I, I I loved the way that they and they did this in the last movie too, right? Like the different different animation styles, different characters representing different animation styles, and but the way that they combined them. Like in the last movie, we had like what five spider people mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, but like here we had dozens, hundreds in the same shot, um, all with their unique art styles, all with their. Uh, I mean, and they really went, they really went, um, took that to a new level in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, uh, when you, I love like Gwen and her dad, like it's all watercolors and the, the, the colors change based on the mood of the conversation they're happening. And I didn't notice that, that they're that's, having. That's very cool. I did not notice that. So cool. Yeah. Like the backdrops sort of uh, shift and they get lighter and darker depending on the, on the tone of the conversation and the um uh I'm blanking on the Spider-Punk? Yeah, Spider-Punk. Yeah. Um I loved I loved his, that character was probably my favorite in the in the in the movie, but like the animation his animation was like newspaper cutouts, you know, very much like Sex Pistols album cover yes, uh Absolutely. Uh, you yep. know? And uh, and apparently, and I didn't realize this. I just I just heard this a little while ago. 
um, that different parts of his body were animated at different frame rates. That's cool. Like they really gave a lot of like thought and attention down with the system, even the way that he moves. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Everything. Uh, the most punk rock thing you could do. Uh, yeah, I, I loved, I, I just, Love that they had the way that they did that. You know, in the last movie, I think, you know, you had you had Spider-Man Noir and you had Peter Porker. And, um, you know, here we had Peter Parked Car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there was Lego, um, Lego, Lego. Peter, which was animated by a 14 year old kid. Yes. OK. I was wondering if you knew about I that. Did, yeah. yeah. He made YouTube videos online. They saw him and he was like, yes, please come like animate this. For us. And I, I love the good thought JK. of a 14-year-old. Yeah, also put good J.K. Simmons cameo. Yes, lots of J.K. Simmons. Yep. Uh, I heard him a couple of times yep. uh, throughout. Um, and then, we're already talking spoilers, right? So, like, yes. you, know, you had the, the stock footage of uh, or the archival footage of Andrew Garfield and Toby and um, Uncle Ben yep. from mm-hmm. from Toby's movie. Like, I I I loved seeing seeing that woven it donald glover yeah i love that that was cool love that that was cool and what i thought was what was so interesting is that it didn't it all felt correct like even seeing live action donald glover talking to animated miles obviously it's it, it didn't it, it could have gone in the direction of like dick van dyke dancing with penguins yeah it yeah it just didn't which feels right in its own way. Um, yes. But it just didn't feel like that. It just felt like it just was all like it just obviously fit. naturally part of the hub here. In the same when you're looking at a movie where already there's multiple different animation styles in the same frame, to have animation and live action is just a natural extension of that, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just two different visual styles. Um but yeah, they didn't and it's it's like they don't even acknowledge it to one another. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, you're a cartoon or hey, you're different you look different. Like it's just they they don't see that the way we see it. I guess. I guess no. I I yeah. It's just all. It's like when the Simpsons crosses over the Family Guy or whatever. It's like sure doesn't, doesn't matter. Like none of it matters. It's all good. Right. Uh, yeah. What I, I did like about this movie is that it didn't forget its. It didn't forget its first movie. Right. Like there's a clear extension of these characters and how they're growing and like even like small things like um like Miles's roommate is that is it supposed to be Gonke? I can't yeah right it is Gonke, right I don't remember the name to be honest I with you I think it is but I I can't remember it off the top of my head but like you know like and who he is and what he looks like now and like all this like everything is like moving like yeah yeah it is Gonke. yeah I'm pretty sure um like everything is like I like the world is moving on and you know instead of it being stagnated from from place to place, like Miles is obviously older, um, but like I, like all of the Spider Verse things, like universes also like have a trajectory and also move on. I don't know. I'm having a hard time articulating what I'm trying to say here. Um, so I got nothing. It's okay. Well, yeah, I, 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 I think I get what you mean in the, in the sense that like um, they. Uh, they didn't stay in one pl- like everything has been moving forward the, the in the five years that we haven't seen the I don't think five years have passed in the story but still like no. time has moved on things have changed there 
uh, everybody's moving forward character wise in, in their stories, but also like in the way the film was made and the look and the feel of it, yeah, like they, they didn't just sort of rest on their laurels. They were like, how can we keep pushing right, and, it, and doing new things? Obviously they did new things. Like it was like, I like, right. I'm impressed with the animation from the first one. This one blew my mind. Like, yeah, yeah. Some of the, some of the way that like, um, like, um, um, what's the, the India, um, Indian Spider-Man Mumbai, yeah, that Mumbai was... spider, um, Mumbai Spider. I can't remember his. I can't. Remember I can't remember his. his what his? Yeah, yeah. But um, like the, all that stuff was out of this world. It was so incredible to watch, and it never feels like the movie's showing off. Like everything has mm. its purpose in, in the way that it's shot. But oh, what I was gonna say is that like, um, like Uncle Aaron being the Prowler was so yes. formative to Miles that the movie makes sure that. It's not just Donald Glover in a Prowler suit, right? By the end right. of the movie, right? That like cameo serves a purpose to remind you of the like omnipresence of even Uncle Aaron, who you know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. you could cameo anybody, you know, but you like selected you selected a cameo for like a particular character that's important to Miles. Exactly. That's why I, I really I really liked that very very much because mm-hmm, like you could have mm-hmm. cameoed anybody you could have cameoed uh, what's his name playing Craven the Hunter right you know like as that movie's coming out or the Madam oh, Web movie, yeah or like you could have done anything but like yeah. they went for something that we'll never see on the big screen probably right um, but it, because it was it had it was important not not to Peter Parker or to Gwen Stacy but to Miles and I liked mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, yeah, I like the whole thing. the The cliffhanger. Um, did you like it? Did you not? Did you? Not I like loved it? it actually, and I don't normally go for that. I, I I'm typically eh, kind of a curmudgeon about those sorts of things, but I actually mm. really loved it because I was so, so I was so bought into the story, and I was like on the edge of my seat, and then and then to have it be a cliffhanger, and you know, at that point, remembering like, oh, I guess there is a third movie coming, isn't there? Um. But I was so like bought in on, I was really, really um, invested in Gwen in this movie. Me too. Whereas in, in the first movie, I was more you know invested in, in all the characters, but, but more so in Miles. Um, but I was really invested in Gwen in this movie. And uh, by the end of it, I mean like Gwen got to be such a badass the whole movie mm-hmm. uh, that I I was really really like really enjoying her really rooting for it kind of at points felt like her movie um and i mean that in a good way yeah i think um, the movie starting with her makes it pretty yeah like a pretty it, it's a strong statement that it is in some ways partly her movie it, it it's is a, it's yeah. a shared it's a shared movie now correct yeah um and i just i i loved i loved that i like have like a low-key crush on the character you know what i mean mm-hmm. like just really really totally totally loved it and um, so i i loved the cliffhanger for that I reason too, I, I what i actually really liked about the uh, um other spider-man or particularly miguel o'hara spider-man 2099 yeah is that he's like the movie kind of sets it that like they're antagonists but they're really not they're like they're foils which i i appreciated like they're making a clear distinct difference between like 
why they're trying to stop Miles versus like what Miles is to the universe. So it goes like because mm-hmm. like like the the canon events of like their particular events, the death of Uncle Ben, death of um, Captain Stacy, whatever. These things happen across all a captain, not Captain Stacy, a captain. Like, yeah. You know that happen across all universes, but Miles is unique. Right. And I like that. Although it does kind of bother me that like they have all these different media versions of all these different Spider-Men, but they're like, but ignore the fact that Miles is in a comic book and a video game, even though oh, we saw yeah. the video game Spider-Man right over there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, but Miles, you're, this is the unique one. Like it was like, but play by your own rules. Yeah, like, I guess. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like Fair. There, that was the we, only thing that I think like really was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Sure. Because there are multiple miles is out there. You can't help it. Mm-hmm, Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, but uh I like that uh I like the canon event thing. I think it's I don't know, I think it it's like um I know I can't remember so it might have been our friend Vactor that said they or maybe my friend Bobby, I can't remember so he they didn't like that it was called a canon event. Like it was oh. too on the nose, like canon is for comics and whatever else, but I liked sure. it. I liked. I liked like, it. Uh, he, here's a term like we introduce you to the multiverse, and now let us introduce you to canon. And what? we kind of got that. You know, I remember one of my one of my takeaways from the first movie was that Uncle Aaron dying. You know, is obviously like Uncle Ben dying, and that is like wow. You know, even if it's not Uncle Ben, every Spider Man has to lose an uncle. Mm-hmm. Like that's a part of what's baked into like what makes them a spider person. Not always, yep. you know what I mean? Like that's one of the things that is a part of the, the DNA of, of uh, the, these characters is like, they got to lose their uncle and, and now putting a name on that, calling it a canon event. Like, okay, cool. I get, I get that. That's part of, you know, uh, in doctor who they call those fixed points in time. Mm-hmm. Not as not as, it doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. Canon event sort of, says what it is right off the right off the bat, right? Like it's a canonical yep. event that needs to happen for the story to play out the way that it's supposed to play out. To me, canon event is going to become one of those terms that we use like variant. Like, you know, oh, I that, agree. That, oh, that's a variant of that character. I agree. You know, and but canon because it, it it's exactly what I need to talk like it's the term that I need to talk about, you know, this scenario. Yeah. Um, it's a concept that we already have I mean if you're a comic book fan, like that Whenever there's a retelling of a story or, or you know, new version of the same character. Peter Parker's whatever. always bitten by a spider. Peter, exactly. There are there are tent poles, let's say, that that carry across every version of the of the story. And to call them canon events, I agree. I think that's going to catch on and it's going to be one of those terms that everyone starts to use. And maybe no one even remembers anymore where it came from in a few years. Maybe. But I, I feel like the, the Spider-Verse, like it's, uh, um, it's good, you know. It's, so, yeah, like, yeah. 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 So I just mean like the the term bucket list didn't exist before that that Jack Nicholson uh uh Morgan Freeman movie the bucket list. Sure. And sure. no one seems to remember that anymore. Yeah, everyone even just, though that's only like 15 years ago or something right, 20 years but ago. But that's maybe. but that we just keep using. We just keep term. using it. It's just part of the lexicon now. Gaslighting. I think more people have used that term than ever saw the movie Gaslight. Absolutely. Um, Which is a great you know, movie. So, Highly recommend. Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Four First appearance of Angela Lansbury. Really? I did not know that. She's the maid. 
I knew that she was in it. I didn't know it was her first appearance. Her first role. She was like 19 years old. Fascinating. She looked ex- almost exactly the same, which is why. I know, right? Yeah. You know, like when you, you see different people and you're like, like not Judy Dench, but um, uh, Maggie Smith. And you're like, you look oh, the sure. same forever. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. But um, but yeah, I, I think I think canon event is a very useful term that will will catch on. I hope so. Anyway, me too. Um, yeah, our, our I I uh, we it, it's not out yet, but a, a conversation that we had with our friend Vector that'll that'll drop in a, another week or two. Um, we we use that term extensively because it's just such a good term. It is. It is. Um, the whole conversation is predicated actually on that term, really. So exactly. Um, it's just wonderful. Um, any final thoughts on Spider Verse? Oh man, across so Spider-verse. much across the Spider Verse, across but right. I know, right? Like, yeah, so, that's uh, tough. Yeah, um, I'm excited for Beyond the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, they did a really good job of doing the the cliffhanger, the middle chapter, in a way that was still very satisfying, and and really left you wanting more didn't leave as much as i was like okay they got to tie this up in the next 10 minutes or whatever i was very satisfied mm-hmm. with it in the end it was such a good like oh you got me and i'm oh, okay i'm here i'm i'm here like next march i will be here i'll be back here in this same seat to see to see the conclusion i i wish it was sooner i wish it was like you know, across the Spider Verse in June, and then beyond the Spider Verse in like December, mm-hmm. like a Christmas release for the second part, just because it is a part two. Uh, they sure. they were originally across the Spider Verse parts one and two. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I you know because it is quite literally a part two. I wish that it were like six months away and not almost a year away, but that's just yeah. That's a that's a sign of a good movie that I want to see how it I is. absolutely agree. Did you have a favorite cameo this time around? Because um, there was a few or like fun, cute thing that they did. I J.K. Simmons was one that that I I heard his voice throughout mm-hmm. a, a, a bunch of times. And did we even did we see? No, the, he's definitely on the or you can hear him in. You hear Miles him a bunch of times. World. You hear it's a, it's a voice cameo in the Lego. I don't yeah. think we saw him though. No, I don't think we did. I did. Um, I didn't catch this, but someone mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Um, oh, was, really? Was somewhere in there? Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I would, I would put it to, uh, uh, I, I would say J.K. Simmons or, uh, or like the 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 live action, uh, um, the live action cameos. Mm. What, what, what about you? This one's, it's, it's not their best cameo but i think it's the one that's weirdly stuck with me the whole time because it's funny is when the spot goes into the convenience store that's run by the lady from the venom movies when when she doesn't react at all and he's like you're like weirdly calm like like this happens (laughs) like something weird like this happens to you all the time and she's just like nothing and i'm like because i don't think the venom movies are good like almost at all like you know but like i found that i found that that was funny highly amusing yeah, yes, it was that was like very. Sony I feeling. forgot about that. Another we live make action. Other Spider-Man-ish movies. Don't forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sony, Sony, keeping there, keeping it within the family. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Now, nah, man, I, I, they really know what they are doing with these films, and I'm so glad they. I'm so glad that the first one was the success that it was, mm-hmm. so that we could get more of them. Yep. Me too. Yep, because they're only gonna. It, it, 
at least meet my expectation of this mm-hmm. one, I guess, you know, and then I'll be, I'll be very satisfied. So yeah, the Lego, the Lego thing, uh, the funny thing about that is that it's Lord and Miller made the Lego movie and, and they also worked on this movie. That's funny. So I love the, the through line there. That is good. Um, so tell the people where they can find us if they're interested in more. You know, when you're ready. You know. Sure. Um, well, if you're not in the Spider-Verse, you can find us uh, on the web. Not the Spider-Web, but the, the World Wide Web mm. um, at com or ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. You can support us at Patreon.com slash ThoughtBubbleAudio um, if you want to help make these shows continue to happen. You can find us in any podcast app or directory. Just search Beer with Geeks. You're probably listening to us to us in one of them right now. Please subscribe uh, and rate and review us in that app. And uh, uh, be sure, yeah, leave a review or email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. All right. Well, I mean, that's easy enough. Beerwithgeeks.com, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, all good places to go to find more things. Frank, a pleasure to talk to you as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.